feel the heat of the game. The crunching tackles, the near misses and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last-minute heartache. And the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on heat pump servicing and breakdowns, renewable energy and more, visit opc-ltd.uk. Looking for a performance and results to start with. They believe in me and I believe in what we're trying to do. They felt the, the wrath, if you want to call it, of the supporters. We're confident we can go to Italy and put in a good performance, whether we win the game or not. The next challenge is Standard Liège. Very good team, dangerous team. It's a fantastic opportunity for us. The games in the future are a million miles away. The only one that's really important is the one that's right in front of us. The Bull Radio Football Show. With Paul Cooney, Davy Proven and Chris Burke. With OPC Energy Limited, the renewable energy specialists. Call 0808 17 17 700. Let's go! Paul Cooney and the gang here Friday night. Late news injury in pre-match training Barry Ferguson it's not you so Barry you are here can you confirm? Yep uh, Sai's missing tonight I don't know whether he's got a hangover or not but um, disappointed the wee man's not here but we'll see him on Monday I'm sure Sai we hope you are okay and you'll be back with us on Monday Rob you're back and well because last night contrasting fortunes you were on the programme Celtic were 2 up in 15 minutes ended up 4-2 loss over there in the San Siro and Rangers down twice but came back to win yeah Rangers have got all sorts of ways of winning um, can't help thinking that must have been really satisfying for Steven Gerrard and his team last night because they were well below their best they weren't firing on all cylinders and they won again and they've qualified for the knockout stages with a game to spare the good news for them just keeps on coming yeah they learned a lot last night Barry it's the first time really you've seen them under that kind of pressure going behind twice yeah I watched the full game my, my training was, was called off last night so um, I've been used to Rangers starting games really quickly and in people's faces um, I was a bit surprised they looked a bit lethargic at times um, but the sign of a, a, a good team is when you're not playing at the top of your game you can still come out on top and it was a great three points I'm sure um, the manager will be really happy with that uh, getting that three points I mean if you'd asked them at the start of the group you would qualify with one game to go you would have um, you'd have took that no problem at all um, but it was good to see a different side to Rangers last night um, they weren't firing on all cylinders as we said but it was a great three points because I'd said previously standard ledge they'd some decent um, footballers as well so it was a tough game but as I said a great three points there was a real real hunger and desire from the, the Rangers team last night Stephen Jarrett speaking about character that was what uh, was on his mind at the end of it uh, Robbie would learn a fair bit last night they, 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 they didn't look phased by it at any time they dug in and they got the victory yeah, they were given a they were given a fair old uh, test by by Standard Liège, who who had to go for it because uh, only a win was of any interest to them. Um, but but Rangers are able, it seems, to respond to anything. And as Barry says, I mean, it was three two at the end, but it could easily have been five two. I mean, there were a couple of great free kicks. There were some great saves from Bodar, the the Standard Liège goalkeeper. Um, and and it's another fantastic result. And if and Rangers are now top of the group, of course, um, because of head to head with Benfica. And if they match their result on match day six, then they will go through as group winners, which is going to make a difference. Yep. Um, look, I, I think Standard came with a game plan. 
and there's no doubt about it he, he stopped uh, Tav and, and Barisic getting forward uh, it took Rangers 25-30 minutes to, to kind of figure out that um, and uh, as you said the, the sign of a good team is, is disappointing going a goal down but they showed a great reaction and then he lose a goal two minutes later to go 2-1 down sometimes it's easy to no down tools but feel sorry for yourself and they certainly didn't do that they come back and got the, the penalty and I thought in the second half the managers obviously obviously went in and, and changed a bit tactically um, and fair play to them for that and I thought as the game went on in the second half Rob I thought Rangers did begin to, to get stronger and as you says they could have ended up scoring another one or two goals at, at down to the obviously the standard keeper having some fantastic saves I think we showed fantastic character last night uh, on, on two occasions after goal behind. You know, we didn't start the game in our best way. Uh, we conceded quite early on, but I didn't see anyone with the heads down. I seen a group that was really determined to get back in the game. Uh, this group has shown character over the course of the season so far. That needs to stay with us. That needs to be a trait that we need to keep till the end of the season, especially if we want out of the season what we need, which is success. And of course, today we find out, Rob, that he is uh, no surprise on this one. He's uh, Manager of the Month and James Tavernier, Player of the Month. Yeah, they're they're just winning everything. They're they're they are a winning machine. They are what what Celtic were in the in the second half of yeah. of last season, and it's just difficult to see anything going wrong for Rangers. They're in Dingwall on Sunday to play Ross County, the the same Ross County, of course, who beat Celtic in the in the League Cup last weekend. Um, but you don't. It's difficult to anticipate anything other than uh, that, that unbeaten run continuing this weekend, Barry. Yep, um, I, I've got to agree with you, Rob. I think they're in a real good place, as I've said plenty of times. Um, confidence is really high. Um, and they're keeping a level head, which is important. I think you, you, you can get carried away with certainly the run that Rangers are on at this moment in time. Um, but as I said last night, I've seen them play better, but they're signing a, a good team is when you don't play as well as you have been and, mm. and you go and get the three points because let's be respectful of standard players they, they are a good team they are a good outfit yeah. you, you seen that last night they had players that could really hurt Rangers um, so Rangers showed as the manager just said their real character last night and it was a great three points Is that the biggest test they've had this season so far? I would probably say the biggest test in, in terms of Rangers not performing at the level yeah. they have previous um, and as I said it's, it was probably a first for everybody watching mm -hmm. the game normally as I said Rangers come flying out the traps um, and they make it real tough for opponents for the first 10-15 minutes but you've got to give credit with credit's due at times you've got to give standard um, standard leisure the credit they've came with a game plan it kind of baffled Rangers for the first 25-30 mm -hmm. minutes but they got over that initial period and as I said the second half they come on real strong and, and does that explain Barry the, the fact that they came with a plan and it did thwart Rangers and it did have Rangers scratching their heads for a while did, does that explain the disjointed uh, aspect to the Rangers performance the fact that passes were going astray they weren't finding their targets the ball when it was played up to Morelos it wasn't sticking or was or was that another aspect to a night that wasn't really going at that point according to script it, as I said you've got to give them standard credit for, for coming with a game plan Look, I, I think Rangers play a certain way mm -hmm. and the way that they've been playing this season they've been running over the toppy teams um, and at times Rob in game, you, you can't play at the top of your game every single every single time you walk out in that pitch and sometimes you've got to find something for somewhere and Rangers showed a real grit and determination last night mm. um, something where as I said they've been winning games easily domestically 
I know they, they were up against Benfica last week, but yeah. that's a different opponent there and an yeah. elite team. So it was great to see a different side of them last night because, um, as I said, going down twice to yeah. come back in Europe is a difficult thing to do and then to go on and win the games even better. Rangers fans, what do you think? 0808 17 17 700. Give us a call for the Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited, Rob McLean, Paul Cooney, and the former Rangers and Scotland captain Barry Ferguson. Sai would be with us, but um, he'll be back on Monday. I think it's just a wee bit under the weather this evening. But give us your calls, Rangers fans and Celtic fans. Barry, how did you feel uh, last night when you then did hand it over the record to Alan McGregor? I know you talked about it earlier in the week, but uh, was there a wee twinge last night? No, I, I'll be honest with you, I, I sat down just with a, a smile on my face. Yeah. I had, Rob had mentioned it in commentary yeah. before. Uh, yeah. And I was delighted for him. Look, I, I probably keep repeating myself here. Mm-hmm. For me, records are there to be broken. Yeah. And I was lucky enough to break the greatest ever Rangers mm-hmm. player in, in John Gregg. And it was a great moment for me. And I'm sure it was a, a great moment for Alan McGregor. Uh, if you'd asked me, MD, that I'd wanted to, to go and do it. I think it would be Alan McGregor. For what he's done at Rangers, as I said, I'd, I'd said on Wednesday night, I had known him from a 15-year-old kid coming in and I'd seen the potential in him and the character of the guy. And what he's done over um, the last 20 or so years, um, not just for Rangers, Scotland and wherever else he's been, he's been a top-class keeper. So it's a great night for him and he, he thoroughly deserved I think what was really important for him as well was that it was a Rangers win because yeah, because at one point in the match mm-hmm. during that first half you think this could all go horribly wrong and it would be a real shame to to be making that milestone 83rd European appearance and be on a team that doesn't perform and doesn't doesn't win um, obviously it all yeah. turned around and he made a couple of important saves himself as well yeah but that's how important he is mm-hmm. um, yeah. I, I keep saying when you've got a top class keeper they're worth yeah. 15 are over points a season um, yeah. and that's what he brings to that Rangers team I mean if you, you look back at um, when Steven Gerrard brought him in it was a free transfer yeah. what a piece of business yep. that yeah. was um, he, he's been he's been immense and I think he's come on again this season with obviously McLaughlin who's for me a very good goalkeeper mm-hmm. so Alan's not getting any younger but he knows he needs to keep working or if he doesn't Produce it on the pitch He knows he's got a top class keeper Ready to take over I love the way you say He was a 15 year old kid When uh, you remember him coming in You were only about 19 at that point 18 18 <laughs> See there's not much in it It just shows you the keepers And the way he's uh, looked after himself well, He certainly The reason I'm saying that Is because he played three levels above him right. um, We were yeah. keeper at under 18 level And the youth team get injured And this young kid come through for wow. Edinburgh And it was a, a Glasgow Cup tie mm. At Pollock Juniors and he, he came into the dressing room and uh, I mean his performance that day I, I thought to myself Rangers have got a, wow. a real yeah. keeper on their hands here and as I, I've said again plenty of times he's went and done it the hard way he's, uh, there was top class goalkeepers at Rangers he went out and loaned twice um, to learn his trade and it, it done him it, it done him great things in the game and as I said last night it was a great occasion not just for him and his family and it was a tale of two keepers last night, wasn't it? You know, I mean, there's the massive comparison between Celtic and Rangers yep. at the moment, and and you can even just you can compare, compare individual positions, and and that crucial position, of course, in any football team is goalkeeper. And Alan McGregor was celebrating that milestone last night, that that European uh, mark that he's now reached, the Barry's record yep. that he's broken. And and on the other side of the fence, a guy who just can't pull off a big save for Celtic, he badly needs to, he badly needs to tell the Celtic fans, I'm yep. here. 
I can. There will be nights where I will bail you out with my with my big goalkeeping saves, and and it's not happening for Vasilis Barca so far. Yep, and uh, I mean I'm trying to think back to when has he pulled off. It hasn't. Uh, yep. It's not really happened. Yeah, I was thinking yeah. back there's last not, night. There's not one. There's yep. not one. There I know, and do you and know what? The reason why the the microscope's on him because Celtic paid a lot of money for him yeah. and you're expecting a keeper to come straight in now it's always difficult to go and take over for, from for what I think a top class keeper in Fraser Foster mm-hmm. um, but he looks a guy it's it's got no confidence at all and that doesn't help the back line either it looks to me again yeah. if they have no confidence in him mm-hmm. and last night for the free kick I know the guy struck it pretty well but it's the goalkeeper side I would I would expect my goalkeeper yeah. to because Celtic started so well with the goals from Rojic and uh, then just after that with Edouard mm. and could have been four up a couple yeah, of other chances yeah. You know? yeah Tom Rogic in another yeah. shot that he curled just wide the goalkeeper yeah. was rooted that looked as if that one was going in Callum McGregor missed from close in yeah. and okay it was I think explained away as a, as a good save on the telly at the time but but for me that was a that was a sitter that, that he had to be scoring uh, Callum McGregor even on his right foot from that sort of position so so Celtic could have been could have been well in front but, but they're so fragile they're so fragile defensively and I just wonder you make a good point Barry I mean that, that the whole thing about a goalkeeper's influence I mean yeah. the Alan McGregor influence at Rangers on that back line is massive they get away with nothing he's screaming at them all match long mm-hmm. now Celtic chopping and changing they, they've not got the keeper they want Fraser Forster was the man they wanted in the summer they couldn't afford to, to bring him back they've been shuffling around between Bain and Barkas it's not working out that's got to be affecting the, the, the defence in front of them I think it is there's no doubt in my mind I know what it's like as a, a holding midfield that you know that I've got a top class yeah. goalkeeper behind me I know I, I'm in safe hands um, I think that is one of the issues now I watched the Celtic game um, game last night and I thought the first 20 minutes I've said it before I don't think Celtic have any problems whatsoever going forward no. mm-hmm. they look a real danger middle to front I don't think that's the issue it's conceding sloppy goals making silly mistakes and that's the thing that will be frustrating Neil Lennon Neil Lennon after the match yeah they're disappointed they felt they were always in the game we're really professionals you know they like to win you know we're talking about playing SC Milan and San Siro and we're sitting here disappointed that we haven't got something out of the game. So we must take something from it. But other people may say that's oh, another defeat, another four goals. I get that, I understand that. But you know, the quality of opposition we're playing tonight is top class. The performance from the team and the players and as individuals was very, very high standard. There's no question that we're getting 100% raw from the players. Yeah, I mean, the, the, some of the attacking from, from Celtic was... Was was top class. Uh, yes, they were playing a, a top class team. They're five points yep. clear at the top of Syria, but they weren't in the game. It was looking for them like a bit of a training exercise for the first twenty minutes. They were being played off the pitch by Celtic, and that's where you have to keep your foot on their throat and and keep the upper hand in the game. Mm-hmm. And and the free kick was crazy. I mean, I, I just caught caught it very quickly. Barry, you'll have seen much more of it than I did. It looked like a crazy challenge from Ryan Christie. At 25 yards out you don't want to be giving a team of, of Milan's yeah. technical quality that sort of chance to get back in the game and the minute they got the goal back you feared the worst for Celtic Yeah, in, in terms of uh, Christie's challenge uh, you, you don't need to go and make that challenge um, I think he can st- stay on his feet um, but he, he's dived in and he's, he's given him the opportunity but the thing when, when that free kick went in when that goal hit the back of the net 
I had a look at the Celtic players that looked of it spooked them which surprised me with the, the experience that's in that, that team and what did you see what was it you saw after the what, goal what it is like, I mean as I said the first 20 minutes I thought Celtic mm. were f- fantastic you says they could have been 3 or 4 up with Rogic's one just past the post and I agree with Rob I, th- I think Callum McGregor's a fantastic footballer he'll know himself he's got to finish that one um, but they just look they look spooked and worried when, when anything goes against them and when that free kick hit the back of the net it looked to me if they felt sorry for themselves. Yep. Bit more from the manager. Got to take positives from, you know, the way we played, the way we passed the ball, the way we created chances. I thought the two centre-halves, despite us conceding four goals, played reasonably well as a pair. We looked a good team tonight. Body language was good. Attitude was good. I think the scoreline doesn't do us justice, but I've got to be happy with a large part of the game. Edward looked more like himself as well. Frank Pong I thought was outstanding. You know, I thought Brown had a great game as well. Two really good goals and, and really good chances to win the tie. Frimpong gave them another option, the one that they didn't have against Ross County, a bit of width. Yeah, I've got to agree with Neil Lennon. I thought there was a lot of good performances, yeah. um, but it's the goals that they, they lose, it's yeah. the defending, it's, I think it was the third goal. The, the guy goes in between three of them. He, yeah, he just danced did. through, didn't yeah. he, yeah, without a challenge I against I think them. it was Frimpong, McGregor and... El Hamid. Yep. Yeah. At least one of them. Listen, you've got to take him out, you've got to play the game. And just take, listen, take your medicine, take the free kick and hope that your goalkeeper saves it or the guy doesn't hit the free kick well. So, uh, look, Neil's trying to defend his players, which which I get. And I agree with him. I do thought, think there was a lot of good performances, but it's it's the basics that's, that's killing Celtic just now. You don't want to be described as a soft touch. Mm. Celtic looked like a soft touch last night defensively I mean that, that, that guy waltzed through and scored and, yeah. and, and nobody laid a glove on him there were three of them nobody got yeah. close to him making a, a challenge on him and there was another goal which came around in pretty similar circumstances as well I mean you, you scored two goals in the San Siro uh, you're 2-0 up yeah. You should be winning. Kill the game. Yeah, you know, yeah, kill yeah. the game. You know, run it. Manage the game from there. You've got a two-goal advantage. You're playing well. They're not in it. They're, they don't look interested. Celtic invited them back in and 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 crumbled. Yeah. If you go two goals up within twenty minutes in the San Siro, you're coming away with at least a point. Yeah. It's got. To, it's got to be like that. Um, and that's the thing that will will frustrate. But I keep going back to it. I think you'll go back and watch that video, and I think all the goals could be avoided. Mm. I really do. But to lose another four, so that's 12 in three games yeah. in, in European uh, football. But the season has to start for them now in terms of the league. And that's what we're going to talk about next. Rangers fans, what do you feel? Celtic fans, give us a call. 0808 17 17 700. The Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go. Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited. Take care on the roads. The weather's been uh, really poor over the last 24 hours, so take it easy and look after yourselves and look after the social distancing football fans back this weekend in England at the Premier League matches for the first time in many many months and uh, it was good to see them at the Emirates last night 2000 for Arsenal yeah. who were back in form in Europe yeah absolutely and they, they got a good game to watch as well and of course there will be fans in Dingwall on Sunday for uh, Ross County against Rangers
Rangers. I think it's the first time there have been cameras in the ground when there have been fans around uh, since this all started. So let's hope that's another uh, step in the right direction. Although at the moment, don't wait up. <laughs> <laughs> Ross County against Rangers on Sunday, the Sky Match at 12, and then Celtic against St. Johnson. We'll hear from both managers again in a few moments. Tomorrow, Hamilton against Kilmarnock, Livingston against Dundee United, Motherwell against Hebs, and St. Mirren against Aberdeen. And of course, the COVID restrictions that were broken in the view of the SPFL, a punishment handed out at the weekend. So uh, Motherwell, the beneficiary, yeah. but Kilmarnock and St. Mirren clearly not happy. Yeah, no, absolutely no. It's really funny. I was just catching up with the, not having looked at it for 24 hours or so. I was just looking at the Premiership table. It's amazing what a difference uh, a six-pointer can make. Somebody was asking today, I wonder if, wonder if Motherwell were going to pay out a win bonus to the players <laughs> for, those, for those two games. <laughs> Doubt it. Yeah, look, if you're asking my honest opinion, I think it's harsh. Yeah. I, I really do. That that that's all I can say um on it. Um I know there's rules and regulations and protocols, all this sort of stuff, but I'm I, I'm sure they could have rescheduled the games or I think me, me and Robert are actually talking off um off air uh, in the, the other the other uh, studio, should yeah. I say. And even if somebody has to play two games in four days, look I, I'm sure they would take that instead of um, taking the three points away from it, I, I just I feel for the the clubs that honestly I think they're trying everything, yeah, everything possible. Well, you know to, it, yeah, at Kelty, yeah, yeah, we're doing the same thing. And listen, there is going to be mistakes made along the way, um, but I just think to to take three points off. Um, Kilmarnock and six points off at Munn I think it's harsh OK manager of the month as we mentioned is Stephen Gerrard he was talking about his players attitude last night and the relentless schedule that they've faced I don't think I've had to stress it too loud or on too many occasions they're very much aware now with experience of what the schedule's like at this stage of the season they've got uh, the mentality and the attitude, attitude now of just taking each game as it comes we know that the schedule's quite brutal in the next 8 to 12 weeks but we have to uh, handle that. We're everyone pushing and fighting for a shirt at the moment, which is a real good place to be in. So we don't really have to overthink the schedule or how many games are coming. We just have to prepare for each game as and when that comes. And Neil Lennon, good start last night in the San Siro, but they lose 4-2. And Neil Lennon spoke about the disappointment for his players afterwards. Yeah, they're disappointed. They felt the roles in the game. Really professionals, you know, they like to win. You know... We're talking about playing AC Milan and San Siro and we're sitting here disappointed that we haven't got something out of the game. So we must take something from it. Other people may say that's another defeat, another four goals. I get that, I understand that. But, you know, the quality of opposition we're playing tonight is top class. The performance from the team and the players and as individuals was very, very high standard. Barry, is that a fair assessment? Yeah, look, I can understand. I mean, I think AC Milan in the next couple of years are going to be back where they should be for me in the Champions League and it's always a tough ask when you go to I mean, a, a team like that and a, a club of that size yeah. um, and as I said to you I was impressed with the way Celtic um, played going yeah. forward but it's the same old same old it's been, it's been the same problem for the last month or so defensively I think the four goals um, could have been avoided yeah 
Okay. They, they were out of the game after 20 minutes, so keep them out of the game. Yep. You know, run run the show from there, sort it out. Don't don't give them any form of encouragement. That's exactly what Celtic did, and 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 a team a team like that, if you if you get them started, they're going to kick on from there. And, and Milan did. They're they're packed with quality, but it, but it's really frustrating, isn't it, that Celtic were so good on the attack and some of the. I mean, Tom Rogic back in the team has been a big plus for them. Odson Edouard scoring the goals you expect him to, to score, but you. You've got to keep the back door shut. Much more energy, wasn't there, in the yeah. first uh, 20 minutes? Yeah. Yeah, with yeah. Celtic. Yeah. See, you see all this nonsense that's getting spoken about that the players are not trying. I mean, I, n- I never thought that for uh, for one second. Um, I believe that they're just short of confidence. But uh, as you mentioned there, Rogic, I thought he was fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah. Edward, a great pass for Christie, great finish. That's what you expect for him. And, and Fring Pong, there was other ones that they had real good performances. McGregor and Brown were, were decent yeah. in the middle of the park. It's just as, as Rob mentioned there. It's they've got to learn to keep the back door closed. Um, as simple as that. And it's it's not if teams are, are coming up against them and scoring unbelievable goals where you say yeah. right, hold your hands up and say right, that's a fantastic piece of play or a fantastic finish. They are avo- avoidable, um, most of the goals that have been scored against Celtic. Let's take some calls. Regan is first on, a Celtic fan. Regan, good evening. Hi, how are you doing? Hi, Regan. Hi, yeah, Regan. Good, thanks. What's on your mind tonight? So for me, uh, Sunday is do or die for New Lane because surely it can't go for a defeat twice in Johnson. I just want to get the, the, the title spots on that mm-hmm. because New Lennon, it's 10 in a season and Surely this is New Lennon's biggest game in charge of Celtic because if he can't beat St Johnson then how is New Lennon going to restore the faith of the Celtic for, 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 for the rest of the season? Yeah. Barry, what do you reckon? He just wants to get the team together and uh, as we said earlier, it really starts for them now. They, they can't slip up anymore in the league. It's plain and simple, Paul. Celtic need to win. Yep. And I, I don't care. I, I don't think Neil Lennon will care how they play. At the end of the game against St Johnson, yep. it's getting the three points. Um, it's a bonus if you play well. They just need to get back to winning ways. And that'll be his attitude um, in training today. I don't know whether they would have trained, but certainly the day before the game, um, that's something they'll be drumming into the players. It's all about getting the three points. Whoever they get it, they'll not care. And they could well be 14 behind by the time they kick off as well because that, that Rangers game is beforehand and that just that just adds to it as well it's just it's, it's just something I mean you know you're a, if you're a Celtic player you've got to be thinking about your game and what you're going to do against St Johnston but they're only human they will know what the, the Rangers result was beforehand they will know if they are 14 points behind and, and that becomes that becomes a massive gap even with those two games in hand yeah they'll know the Rangers result there's no doubt in my mind about that they'll be they'll be Sure. They'll be watching it, but they'll be looking out for it. Yeah. And somebody within the dressing room will let them know whether Rangers have won or lost. Um, but what they need to do is focus on themselves what? and and make sure yeah, they get that three points. Because yeah. there's going to be, listen, there's a lot of pressure on them now. Yeah, a lot of pressure on Celtic. I'm sure Neil Lennon will, will be letting them know that, and he'll be putting pressure on himself because he knows that he needs to go and get the win. Regan, see if if uh, Barry was in the dressing room, would he would he tell the, the Rangers players that Celtic have won, or would like, see if, see if he was in that position, would he see, see that Barry was Scott Brown, would, would he go and break Rangers of 1-2-0? Because would that not put, put more pressure on Celtic to, to go in 
and do what they do what they want to do when the game. Yeah, well, the truth is they'll know these days. Yeah, communication. If Celtic yeah. were playing before it and it was roles reversed, um, I would go in and I would let the guys know mm. um, the result. There's mm. no doubt in my mind. You've got to be able to handle pressure if you play at a big club, and the pressure is if Rangers do win, Celtic need to make sure they win. And if it was me. I would be looking out for the result and I would be making sure my teammates know the result and what happened and what we need to do when we go out in that pitch. And Rob, this is a fixture that normally Celtic would be comfortable with, St Johnson at home. Yeah, absolutely. It would be not maybe a foregone conclusion, but no. not far not far from it. I mean, when, when Peter Lowell issued that statement earlier in the week, it broke uh, during the show uh, and we, we brought the news of what he was saying. Exclusive. You. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it was, it was all about we're in this together. He's the man. He's going to get us through this. Um, we find strength in adversity. Yeah. That that was that was what Peter Law was saying, and he and he was trying to calm things down. Yeah. And and fair play to him for for trying. But the reality is that that Neil Lennon is on trial here, game by game. Four um, two last night. I'm not sure much changes on the back of last night. No. Celtic. Celtic went two goals ahead then they conceded four so they've lost but losing in the San Siro isn't a disgrace to a, to a team of Milan's quality but game by game he is going to be assessed here and he'll be assessed again on, on Sunday if Celtic drop anything in the way of points against St Johnston um, he, he's he's on the edge there's no doubt but it's not as if he's got he's got till January I yeah. mean if, if, if the results are alarming enough then he'll be he'll be right back in the in the fighting line again. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I don't think last night would have went against Neil Lennon. There's no doubt you've got to be respectful. You're going on to AC Milan and we watched them previous at Celtic Park and we've seen the quality they've got last night. They've got some terrific players. Um but it hinges on domestically now. Yeah. It hinges over the next week or two. There's if you look at the schedule that's coming up for Celtic until the next Old Firm game they're all winnable games on paper and he needs to make sure he, he wins that and he, there's nobody that will know more than what he needs to do is, is Neil Lennon he knows the, the pressures that he, he, he'll come under he knows the pressures that he's under just now and it's all about winning games when you're at a big club Yeah, I mean you can say it's all about domestic but, but had Celtic lost 5-0 last night yeah. if, if, yeah. if there'd been something humiliating yeah. embarrassing yeah. Then, then it's all back in the melting pot again sure. I think I mean, I do, but you, it wasn't you, no it wasn't yeah. but, but you know that's what I mean game by game it really sure. does depend I think, yeah. I think I don't think that change, last night changes anything no. But but certainly Sunday can definitely change things if Celtic don't get the result they're after. I do agree with Neil Lennon says after the game. There is positives he can take out yeah. of that game. And the positives are that they still look a strong team going forward. Yeah. The only negative is... is what do they do at the back? Yeah, but, but it's a yeah. long-running negative. Yeah. I, I think it's going on far, well too long in terms of Neil Lennon and in terms of the, the Celtic support. I think it's frustrating them. I, I, I don't think... I think if you ask any Celtic fan just now... I don't think they'll have a problem with Celtic going forward. You, you've seen, you have seen in glimpses over the last month the quality they've got. There's no doubt about it. About it, but yeah. it's it's the defence. The defence is the issue, and they need to sort it out quickly. Regan, what do you think is going to happen then on Sunday? Celtics and Johnson. Uh, Celtic two 0 Hopefully. Celtic 2-0. So you think they can get on this run now to try and narrow the gap, or at least not widen it with Rangers? Yeah, well, de de definitely. But I think that the important thing for Neil Lennon is to try and build some momentum going into the the fixtures for the next couple of games because they don't want to to fall behind Rangers with such an important season. 
Reagan, thanks very much for your call. Uh, remember, Rangers and Celtic fans, visit thisisgo.co.uk for a chance to win the ultimate gift for the football fan in your life in time for Christmas. Um, up for up with us, we've signed a Celtic top and a signed Rangers top. Enter online now and you could be making someone's Christmas. Barry, have you got any years left? Any signed tops from when you were playing? Or have you given them all away to charity? I've, I've only kept um, two. Two, two, yeah. two my, my Rangers tops two, two significant ones Yeah my, my debut And my first trophy right, um, right. Every other one I gave away um, To charities So Hearts Your debut yep. Is that right And your first trophy Was the League, League Cup, Cup Yep Against so I, I kept them I mean, I mean they're, they're one of the ones where uh, I think they, they mean the most I mean I, I kept my debut Scotland one In my first game as, as captain For Scotland So that's the four strips That probably mean The most to me um, Look they all mean A lot but there's um, if there's a chance to raise some money for good charities or or whatever, I'm I'm more than I was more than happy, should I say, to to give them away and, and raffle them off. Can you imagine some youngster getting a signed Rangers or a signed Celtic yeah. top for Christmas? Oh, these that are would great. be magical, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah, these are great great prizes. To have, have you still got your first Ross County one, Ross? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the only problem is I can't breathe when I put it on. Oh eight oh eight seventeen seventeen seven hundred. Give us your calls, or we're on the socials at Go Football Show, or you can text Go plus your message to eight seven four seven four. Messages coming in. Andy on Instagram saying he loves Fergie Fridays. He's calling it now. That's what he calls this. Is this a Fergie uh, Friday? Yeah. <laughs> I've seen that. I've but, seen but that not, but, not, but not a Fairy Friday. No. Oh, uh, or a Simon Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Cy not fit for the match tonight. Well, tomorrow. It's not hamstring, it's isn't it? Anyway. The it's hammy. Yeah. It's yeah. causing yeah. a bit of grief. Yeah. 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 It's certainly, I know he didn't I quite look himself have, in I Monday. Thought, I thought yeah. he could have played through the pain, to be honest, if he, was so, a, yeah. Yeah, if he was a real Trojan. He's got to realise at some stage he is getting on a wee bit. He's, what, 32? 32. Barry, who have you got tomorrow then? <laughs> we have, we've got a long trip down to Berwick sunny right. Berwick great in December to go down to Berwick I'm sure the weather will be so, will be nice to us and you were in Gala last week and then yep. uh, Berwick tomorrow wow yep the joys of yep. lower league and the joys of management but I, I don't mind it do you know what I do it because I love the game of football you do indeed we love Barry Ferguson being on the programme with us Rob McLean Paul Cooney Sai will be back with us on Monday more of your calls coming next The Bull Radio Football Show he showed fantastic character last night uh, on, on two occasions after goal behind. You know, we didn't start the game in our best way. Uh, we conceded quite early on, but I didn't see anyone with the heads down. I seen a group that was really determined to get back in the game. Uh, this group have shown character over the course of the season so far. That needs to stay with us. That needs to be a trait that we need to keep till the end of the season, especially if we want out of the season what we need, which is success. Certainly showing plenty of character, Barry Ferguson. And people talking about Rangers listening this morning heard Kmar Roof on Talk Sport. He spoke really well about things at, at Rangers and how surprised he was when he came at the size of the club and the training facilities. Yeah, listen, a lot of players that, that do uh, sign at Rangers are shocked yep. with the, the size, um, not just at the stadium, as you say, the, the training facilities are excellent, but it's the demands and the expectations that are put on your shoulders if you're a certainly an old fun player um, but listen he, he's one of the the main signings that the manager made in the summer um, and I think in time he will become a right good signing he, he's he's now starting to get up to speed I've seen his qualities I watched him quite a few times when he was at Leeds he always impressed me and now he's he's starting to get a run of games and he's shown what um, what a good player he, he's going to be for Rangers he scored some fantastic goals um, 
the one that <laughs> yeah. well two you've commented right, on yeah. him. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's shown that he's got that quality as well. But again, I'll go back to it. it's not just his quality on the ball; it's his quality off the ball. Yeah. He does a lot of work, and I think that's one of the things that the manager mentioned. He's um, obviously look at the distance covered and um, the, these GPRS things. Mm-hmm. All the players are wearing just now. He's he's at the top. Um, the the leaderboard with all that sort of stuff so no he's starting to to become a real important player for Rangers Jim asked him about that uh, goal and he said the conditions he, he went as far as he could and he thought that underfoot wasn't very good mm. I'll have a go and he also said he does his homework he didn't say homework but he could see that that, that keeper often comes off his line as many do yeah and he, and, and he just about swung himself off his feet didn't he yeah, and yeah. and because he realised he had to put so much effort into yeah. it to to be able to get it over the top of the, the goalkeeper it was it was a sensational goal as was the play that, that went before it of course he'd beaten about two or three players at the time you were thinking right take it to the corner flag because Rangers were just looking to see out the win and then suddenly he, he knocked it in from the best part of 55 yards and for, for about a week it was a Europe, Europa League record for yep. the, the, the longest out, out shot that's ended up in the back of the net and Barry he was also saying that pl- people down south don't realise how big Rangers and Celtic are he, he said he didn't have a clue he didn't know how big the two clubs are yeah they get a shock to their system yeah. and that's what I keep saying I think there's a bit of ignorance um, down in England regarding um, the, the size of uh, the clubs up here uh, and the standard up here as well you, you always hear a few people having a pop at it but I've seen quite a few players come up here and, and, and struggle and it's good to hear Ruth saying that the qualities are good up here and, and obviously the the standards are good and the, the size of the Rangers well I'm no surprised because it is a, a massive club I think I think a lot of people around Europe will be sitting up and taking notice at the moment of the quality of the Rangers performance and the improvement in Rangers um, between you know over the, over the over two and a half years but from, from last season to this season even uh, it's going to be really interesting to see who Rangers draw uh, and I just think that when they drew Bayer Leverkusen last season in the in the last 16 it, it was probably a step too far for them because that was a that was one of the top german teams they were they were real quality uh, it didn't happen for rangers i think if you put those two teams together again now i think you'd get a completely different outcome yep in terms of Bayern, i think it was a, a one season too early mm-hmm. um, i think if if you got got a, a team of the the standard the leverkusen again i think it would be a different game yep. um, i think the, the important thing for steven gerrard is the, the nucleus of this group he's had for two years he's added um, each time um, each season and when he's added certainly at the start of this season it's been real good quality and I keep going back to it as well he's got a real strong 11 but he's got a real strong bench as well which I think is important when you've got the amount of games that Rangers are going to have coming up in the next few months it's Score Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited. We're taking your calls. And the podcast, Rob, we're up to nearly quarter of a million. We're just about touching quarter of a million in the last four months. Good to see people joining us, coming on five till seven each night, and then the podcast afterwards. And let's hear from Scott from the This Is Ibrooks. This is Ibrooks podcast. Scott, good evening. Hi, gentlemen. Good evening. How are you doing? Hi, good. Scott. Pleasure. Scott, you must be happy after last night with a few nervous moments for you. Oh, the, listen, there certainly was. I, I think in the the first half was, um, yeah, it was it was nail biting in, in moments. I think it's the first time I've seen Rangers in a long time play as poorly as they did almost in the first half, but still going at half time with with something to play for in the second. I, I think they the way they clawed themselves back into to take themselves into half time was 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 really quite impressive. It, to be it was it was quite strange to watch Scott, wasn't it? Because because we've become so used uh, over the last few months to to watching Rangers just dominating games. 
cruising through games um, the, the fluency and the, and the flow to their play that wasn't there first half but they, but they certainly found another way to win Yeah absolutely I think in the first half you're absolutely right Rob they, historically they've been quite good at preventing crosses coming in I think last night that's probably one of the things that is, was, was glaringly obvious that they both, both goals came from either flank and that's something that just hasn't happened um, this season which I think added to the it's a surprise a little bit by as I say, I think to win at half time to each and then come out and play in the manner that he did in the second half um, was particularly impressive and Stephen Gerrard should quite rightly be quite proud of himself. Barry, I think it's Yeah, uh, I've got agreeing. to I've yeah. got to agree with Scott there after five minutes. I'm sitting watching it um, with two of my sons, Kyle and Connor, and, and they're turning around to me after uh, ten minutes saying, What's going on here, Dad? But uh, do you know what? I've got a quiet confidence. Uh, this team um, and what they showed to me last night as the manager just pointed out in his presser there is character mm-hmm. that's the thing that's been lacking previous I think I think the quality's always been there with the squads he's, he's had but I'm, I'm just seeing a total different mindset when they're not playing at the top of the game sometimes you've got to find a way to win you've got to dig deep and this group of players are definitely doing that just now James Tavern Yeah, on you go Sorry. Scott, no, no you're Bar- right. No, Barry I was just going to ask a very quick one um, I felt for for part of the game last night certainly all of the second half maybe for the latter part of the first Stephen Davis used his experience and really dragged us through it in points I don't know if you agree with that Yep, see the second especially the second half Scott I thought he brought a real calmness um, and a lot of people kind of look at players and want them to play 40 yard wonder passes or go and beat two or three players Do you know what Stephen Davis does brilliantly? The basics. Mm. Yeah. He, he he does the basics great. He just sits in the middle of the park and he dictates the, the, the pace of the game and that's something he done in the second half. When things are not going for you, that's when you need your experienced players to stand up and he's certainly done it. Not just last night, I've got to be honest with you, I, I was a bit, I wouldn't say concerned or worried, but i seen him towards the end of last season before the COVID-19 hit and I'm thinking to myself, has he got much left in the tank? But I've got to be honest with you, Every time he's played for Rangers this season, he's been brilliant to watch and he's been different class. And, and do you know what? It wouldn't surprise me if he goes on again another season or two. He's been majestic yeah. at times, hasn't he, for, for Rangers uh, recently. And, and I thought last night what was significant as well was that even when things were going badly for Rangers, he still wanted the ball. You know, yeah. even when things even weren't going right for him at times and, and passes were being spilled and, and Rangers were losing possession of it. The, the, there's, you know, he, he's just not a player who would hide. He, he constantly wanted it, and and Rangers did improve second half, and and in the end, Scott three um, two didn't flatter them. No, I did not. I, their actual goalkeeper made a few yeah. cracking saves in the second half as well, to keep yeah. it almost respectable. Um, like Conor Goldson had a cracking header halfway through the second half that um, would have put us out of sight. To be perfectly honest with you, but I I did think that our performance in the second half absolutely. Um, wanted us getting the three points from the tie and it gives us a little bit of comfort for the, the trip to Poland next week Yeah it was cool yeah. see if somebody had asked me before this group started if, if Rangers were going to qualify with a game to go I would have, I would have <sighs> bit their hand off there's no yeah, doubt about it so the, the guys in the management team have got to take a lot of credit for that because I, I, I do honestly believe some of the, the football they've played in I'll go back to the two Benfica games um, yeah, for me they are a Champions League team than an elite team. For sure. I mean, look at the money they've spent over 100 million euros at the start of the season. Now, Rangers can compete with that, but the reason why they're doing that is because there's a real desire and hunger, character, whatever you want to call it, 
about this squad and as I said the, this is the manager's third season and I don't know if you agree with me here Scott after each season I've always seen signs of improvement um, yep. and I've always believed I know he got a bit of obviously stick towards the end of last season which is rightly so because yep. you're going to get that when you're at a club of the size of Rangers but he's come back um, and whatever they've done during the lockdown with the staff and when they've come back into training this group of players deserve a lot of credit for what they've done but they're still a long way to go they keep their their feet firmly on the uh, on the ground and I think they're doing that because I like as I said every time they come out after a game mm-hmm. the message is listen we'll focus on the next one take one game at a time and that's the way you've got to be Scott that's what the manager says all the time I'm just looking there he's, he's manager of the month 13 yeah. Yeah. goals uh, none conceded no defeats yeah. in the league what do you think the story is going to be a month from now and the third, well, you know, looking back Scott, in just December. tell them you'll t- yeah. we're just no, looking no, forward to fade Sunday <laughs> Scott <laughs> so does, does anything worry you about the next four weeks so I, I've got the the fixtures for the next four weeks taking us nicely up to the, the Celtic game yeah go uh, for it at the beginning there. Right. so we've got Ross, Ross, Ross County. County away yep uh, Poznan away which is a free hit sure um, Dundee Panadice the following Sunday United. they could field anyone so that's a week on Sunday mega game yep yep uh, League Cup at St Mum. Yep. Motherwell Ibrox. Motherwell Ibrox, okay, yep. St Johnston away. Yep, up to Perth. Hibs at Ibrox. Yep. And then St Mum away again in the league. Mm-hmm. And then just edging um, into January, it's the Rangers Celtic game, isn't it? It's got, yeah, I think no, that's a heavy schedule, isn't it, in the next month? It's, it's a busy time. It's absolutely a busy time. I think that's one of the reasons, maybe reasons rather, that he's, he's developed such a. He's got a, a larger squad. I think I heard Barry and Rob alluding to it shortly before I came on. Is that it's one of the main reasons he has improved his squad in in the manner that he has. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what the guys think, but how important they think squad rotation is going to be for the next four weeks or so leading up to that um, tie in in January. Um, everyone will want to play in that game. You can only pick eleven, mm-hmm. so um, keeping the squad contained and still getting their games while still maintaining that unbeaten run. Um, it's an important month, December. Always. Uh, Yep. Yeah, the squad strength is, is amazing. I think for me, Scott Arfield uh, epitomises that you know just just what the the squad is all about because you don't have to go back too far, Scott, to to remember that the time where he couldn't get in the team. Uh, yeah. The minute he's got in the team, you know, can't possibly leave him out of it. I mean, I, I heard Stephen Gerrard answering that question afterwards last night, and um, you just you just couldn't leave him out. I mean, he's just got such a great attitude. He he brings a wealth of experience. He's been operating at a, a top level for a long time, English Premier League as well. Yeah. And, and I just thought the way, the way he took his goal, he scored at Ibrox against Galatasaray and Benfica, uh, and last night uh, against Standard Liège. He, he's he's a top man. Yeah. He, 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 he brings a difference to the Rangers midfield. I mean, he brings something that probably only Joe Arebo can do is go beyond the, the centre-forwards. But I've got to be honest with you, he wasn't in the starting eleven at the start of the season, but you've got to give the guy credit. He's obviously got his head down, he's worked hard, and see, since he's come into that Rangers team, he's been one of the best, if not the best player. Scott, we enjoyed the chat with you from the This Is Ibrox podcast. Scott, hopefully we'll speak to you then after this, the end of this month, if not before. 
Look forward to it, guys. Good to speak to you. Thanks for having me on. Thank you, you. too. Thanks Cheers. for calling. Go All the best. Feel the heat of the game. The crunching tackles. The near misses and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last-minute heartache. And the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on heat pump servicing and breakdowns, renewable energy and more, visit opc-ltd.uk. The Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go. Thanks to everyone calling in and joining us. Up to a quarter of a million on the podcast, Rob, which we were seeing just before the news at six. Fastest growing in the country. Yeah, the graph is uh, definitely on an upward curve. No, I think in the last few days, um, yeah, it's been well into five figures over the last couple of days in terms of uh, downloads. And we're, and we're fast heading towards the quarter of a million mark. And it's a good way, if, if you just catch a bit of it and you fancy hearing a little bit more, it's a good way to, to listen to the whole thing. And did I catch you on STV? I mean, we hear you and see you on the telly on BBC, but you're on STV on the advert from oh, Go Radio. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> Glasgow's own. Uh, th- thankfully, I wasn't dancing in that one. No, not in on that one. Barry have you seen it yet? Yeah, yeah. I, I've seen it. I, I've not actually seen it on TV. I get uh, it text through and choose. I was actually scared to um, open it up. Is but it your butler shows you? Does he? <laughs> <laughs> it's actually not too bad. Yeah, it's, it's, it's bad. a great advert, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It so hope you're well, tuning well, in. Well, well, everybody yeah. else was really good. Yeah, yeah. 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 exactly. And we're one big happy family, aren't we? Indeed. Yeah. Oh eight oh eight seventeen seventeen seven hundred to call any member of the family here uh, as we get ready for another big big weekend. In fact, there's football tonight in the Championship Queen of the South up against Inverness Kelly Thistle Yeah I'll be watching it um, I actually enjoy uh, Paul watching the, the Championship yeah. games uh-huh. yeah but, uh, there's a lot of good players there that maybe should be playing in the Premier League I've never had the chance so I always enjoy watching it and um, it'll be a good game one of my, my old teammates Stephen Doby still ah, playing yeah, at yeah. Queen of the South mm-hmm. um, and and Inverness, Caledonian Thistle, I think there's a guy I respect and I've got a lot of time for John Robertson. I think he's yep. done a fantastic job up there. Hard to entice players um, up away up north. Um, so that'll be one of the ga- that'll be a game that'll be watching tonight with interest. Not so long ago that Inverness, Cali Thistle were w- winning tournaments and a regular feature in the Premiership, Rob. Yeah, it was yeah. really refreshing, wasn't it, for Scottish football that there's themselves and Ross County who both hit senior football at the same uh, sort of time both had a, a pretty amazing impact but I think when you when you look at games like that tonight and you, you think you know, I can't help thinking about Lyndon Dykes and, yeah. and the likes of Kevin Nisbet as well coming from lower leagues and making a big Im- impact in the Premiership and, and when that happens you'll get scouts much more interested than they were in going to these sort of games in the Championships and in the Championship and, and trying to find those little nuggets in the lower leagues that, that they reckon could make it at a higher level Yep, it's just getting that opportunity Opportunity, Robin. The two players that you've just mentioned there, um, Lyndon Dykes. We all know what he's done, um, not just for Queens Park Rangers, but for the national team. He was fantastic at Queen of the South alongside Dobie and got his move to Livingston, and he's just um, he's flying just now. And Nisbet again get freed for Partick Thistle three or four years ago. Went away down to League One um, with Wraith Rovers. Uh, went on to Dunfermline in the Championship last season and and got his move to to Hibs. And again, he's been fantastic in the Premier League. So Amazing. there is players with yeah. with a lot of ability. It's just getting that that opportunity. But I'm sure with the two players you've mentioned there. I'm sure more scouts will be going and watching these games. And for young players, don't give up. Sometimes. Never give yeah. up. Look, uh, 
there's a lot of players that get that disappointment at mm-hmm. 18, 19 or yep. 20 and they think that's it over um, but listen keep working hard and keep trying and, and hopefully that opportunity will come around for you David is on the line from Christon good evening David evening guys how you doing ah yeah we're good thanks you you've got a question I think for Barry Ferguson yeah it was just to see if you think uh, obviously Stephen Gerrard's alluded to the fact he's looking at resting players um, next Thursday but I think we're in news coming out of Tannadice today do you think he'll have one eye on the team tomorrow down United Field and maybe rethink that because if I'm right in saying I believe the difference between finishing first and second in the group in the Europa League is half a million plus you've obviously got an easier draw in the next round so it's potentially a 1.5 million game at stake next Thursday if you finish top mm-hmm. Barry as we come to you the news of course says that the Dundee United manager Mickey Mellon and nine of his players will miss the Premiership match at Livingston tomorrow because of coronavirus they're all deemed close contacts of three staff members at the club who've tested positive for Covid-19 uh, so we don't know if it's first team players because right. I've got yeah. a player on loan from Dundee United right. yeah. um, he's in the reserve team and we, we got the message through today that he won't be available for the next um, 10 days right. um, so I don't know whether it's um, a first team nine first team players or it's into the reserves or the, the youth team but in terms of what David just mentioned there once they qualified last night and the way the manager spoke after the game I do think he will leave this as an opportunity for, for guys to go and get European experience next week like Bassey um, Zungu maybe give them a, a starting slot um, in terms of because domestic football is totally different um, to European football so I think it will be an opportunity for them next next week look they'll still want to go and win the game David no doubt in my mind about that but I think it will give them an opportunity to go and see guys at close quarters in, in European stage and the way things have been going for Rangers recently David I mean it, it's been we've got lots of evidence for the fact that Steven Gerrard can make multi-changes to the team and, and actually not there's not a lot of quality lost in, in making those changes so so he's in that happy position potentially next Thursday of doing both freshening up a little giving some guys game time who haven't been getting much of it in the top team recently but winning the group as you say oh, is is crucial as well for Rangers for financial reasons and and the fact that as you say it, it could mean an easier draw in the last 32 Yeah I think so 100% but also agree as you say you look at the midfield three last night you know played so well in Europe but you also you can bring in you know Jack Arabo Zungu Paji you know you've got a wealth of talent yeah. there and it's mm-hmm. a testament to how far they've come and I also think it's been a bit of a masterstroke just leaving Defoe out there the European squad because I think every time he comes in you know on a Sunday he's really he seems to score every Sunday so I think that's been a, a shrewd move as well with Stephen Gerrard right. what, yeah. what's key when he's making the three or four changes which he normally does domestically um, it, it doesn't it doesn't make a difference it's seamless yeah but as it's yeah. the guys just slot in perfectly but that's down to good coaching and understanding the players understanding what, what jobs and what roles and responsibility they've got within the team and then last week against Falkirk in the League Cup I think it was seven changes he made Yeah, and again it was seamless uh, the, it just shows you that the guys know if they get that opportunity they need to go and take it and, um, he, and he also found out that Calvin Bassey can play, play centre-back as well as left-back you know, yeah, so, so, that, so, these, so these are important exercises to go through with it and, and it just confirms in his own mind mm-hmm. that that's an option for him you know, at the moment for instance in the absence of Philip Hillander because of coronavirus Yep, that was a pleasant surprise seeing Bassey come in and play centre-back last Sunday against Falkirk we've all got to think that he's 
he's only a left back a left back only but I, I thought he came in and slotted in really well alongside Connor Golson um, but the difference in this Rangers team is it's the strength and depth yeah. he can go and make changes I says and it doesn't make much difference um, to the way that Rangers play as I said the guys know um, the way that the manager wants them to play and every time they come in they, they go and do a fantastic job in the competition for places as well David just mentioned there yep. midfield there's six players and the manager always goes with three in there but any of that six can play easily and David look at where the goals are coming from last night again it's not the out and out strikers exactly I mean that's what me and my dad for the last two years we've been saying you know you don't get many goals from midfield in Gerard's first season and you look now I mean Last year, Morelos basically carried us in Europe and yeah. I think he scored one goal against Poznan. Two, sorry, one against Scored against Benfica, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just checking, I mean, with, the, checking with the match commentator the there. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, on you uh, go. Yeah, you're right, David. Yeah, you yeah. it's goals all over the park, you know, and, yeah. that, and that, that's, the, that's the difference this year. You know, everyone knows their role and as we can see, you know, Morelos isn't just up there on his own depending on him to score the goals. He's coming in, making these sacrificial runs and others are getting in there and scoring the goals. So, oh. Systems work perfectly now. Yeah, also I've seen a difference in set pieces for. They look dangerous when, when they've got like a, a free kick in the wide area or, or a, um, a, a corner kick. Um, they look really aggressive attacking the ball and that's something that they've added. Obviously, Golson with a goal last night. I thought it was a fantastic header. Yeah, it was. Um, yep. Vari- the variety too of the set pieces. Yep, well. yep. They've obviously clearly, again, they work hard on the training ground and things like that. Um, but it's great to see we're not just relying on, as, as David says, it was Morelos it was scoring all the goals now the goals are, are getting fed out throughout the team which is I think is important because listen I, I thought Morelos was I don't know what was up with him la- uh, last night I thought last week against Benfica that's the best I've seen him yeah. in a long time and he, he, he wasn't quite on it last night but I think it was just one of those nights wasn't it for quite a few yeah. players I mean it was that sticky happens. for Rangers in that in that first half and, and nothing was really coming off yeah it's one of the games it happens Rob but the, the thing that I was delighted with watching the game is listen when you're not playing at the top of your game you still manage to yeah. come away with yeah. the three points That that's the sign as I, I keep repeating myself that's the sign of a, a, a real team and this Rangers team are getting there there's no doubt in my mind about that OK David if this was the doctor's surgery Rangers got a clean bill of health is there anything worrying you at all you want to tell the doctors here Barry and Rob uh, but no, there isn't, and it just shows how far we've come. You know, uh, last last season, you used to look at the bench, and you know, you'd, you'd think, "Oh, can you really bring him on? Can you make the changes?" Now you can actually even look beyond the bench and bring yeah. players in. You know, it can make a difference. And I just want to also touch on Scott Arfield, how good yeah. he's been this year. You know, <laughs> yeah. I thought even last night, I thought even at half time, I was saying to my mates, you know, Arfield's in a different wavelength to everybody else tonight because he was so on his game. He was doing reflex turns around the corner. And then I think the second half, Davis and Kamara came into it a bit more. Hence the reason Rangers, you know, kind of dominated the second half. But Arfield's been like that all season. He's just, it's it's, it's just the wee strokes a lot. Everything seems to be going Rangers' way because you wonder if he'd a, he got a wee break with Arabo getting injured, you know, and he's not looked back since. I like his attitude though. I like I like Scott Arfield's attitude. I mean, I heard his I heard a bit of his interview afterwards last night. I loved it. Uh, and 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 he said, you know, you you just have to perform at the moment. You just have to perform. You you have to be playing out of your skin because if you don't, the way this Rangers team is going, you you'll you won't play. You'll lose your place, and that could be it. You might might be ages till you get back in again. And he he suffered that, of course, already earlier this season. Yeah, watching his interview brought a smile to my face, which is very hard. 
tell you that. Might, might have but, something to do with a glass of red wine in your right hand, possibly. No, but it just looked a guy who's loved playing football. Yeah. And he's um, he feels he's lucky to be in that position. Mm. Um, but I agree with what David said. If Aribo didn't get injured, he maybe have struggled to get back in that team because if you remember back to pre-season, mm. I thought Aribo was Rangers' top performer. He started the season really well. He obviously got that, that niggly injury and Arfield's come in and I think Arfield's been, as I said before, he, he, he's been outstanding. He's He's been one of Rangers' top performers, if not the, the, the top performer. The other top performer, David, before you go, let's hear from Player of the Month, James Tavernier. You know, as soon as you keep knocking the goals in and you start reaching reaching up to those numbers you start to, to think maybe what can I get but it's one of those if it happens it happens uh, it's presented you know in front of us penalties or an opportunity to have a shot in front of the goal you know I'm going to take it but yeah it'd be nice if I could you know reach some high numbers um, it's still early so I'll keep pushing and uh, keep working hard David what about Tavernier 15 goals so far this season oh I, I, I'm certainly not the only Rangers fan I'm sure that will beat in his words for the last few years because <laughs> I've had a few words to say about Tavernier and Goldson but they've certainly shot me out this year they've been, they've been outstanding I mean that's what I was saying I think for the last four months Tavernier's been playing 8 out of 10 every single game he's playing I mean you watch Rangers on, you know when they're at Ibrooks and I, I think it was about five games in a row it was man in a match and it was James Tavernier he's just he's been unbelievable and I won't mention the paper but I was reading some of the rates today for last night and one of them said Barisic it said Rangers best player this season I thought to myself I, mm. I mean no knocking Barisic but I could name five better performers than Barisic this season and that just shows how well everybody's playing because Barisic has been excellent Yeah, yeah J- James Tavernier's collecting those Player of the Month trophies mm. as well he, yep. he's got a big trophy cabinet at home to put them all in but I mean he's been absolutely outstanding every aspect of his game uh, gone are those days when uh, people are saying oh yeah he's great going forward but he can't defend I mean that, that, that's that's history now but as David says that was that was a very popular criticism of, of Tavernier the goal scoring is, is of epic proportions from him this season it's nine penalties out of nine it's six from open play he scored more goals than Morellas and Roof for the next best combined uh, and he's at right back we're in early December I mean what, what's his what's his goals total going to go to he, he could be a 25 goals a season right back Barry yeah phenomenal honestly unbelievable 15 goals I know I know a few of them have, have came for the, the penalty spot but you've still got to hold your nerve when you go up there believe and, me and he lost his footing last night didn't he as he, he, did. As he was hitting, hitting that penalty he sure and did. it's a sign of the man as well that he made sure he got his right boot right through it and he slammed it <laughs> and he slammed yeah, it, it was a great, great penalty but in terms of what David said he's come in for a a fair bit of criticism oh, yeah. over the last um, few years. Um, Couldn't and it's defend easy. is what they said. Yeah. yeah, but it's easy for a player to go and hide. Yeah. Um, but one thing about that guy, he never had, he always came out and he, he gave his all. He, he maybe wasn't playing at the levels. So I, I, I love to see what he's done this year. It, it's great. And I mentioned to you a, a yeah. few weeks back, I'd done a Livingston game for, for Rangers TV and I went out and I listened to him and he's became a proper leader for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. He, he's took his game to the next level and it's great to see it. And he's leading for, uh, from the front, which um, which probably doesn't, he, he didn't do before. Um, but certainly this season he's, he's been outstanding. David, before you go, before we go to the break, yeah. uh, what's your prediction then for Sunday? Because I'm not sure you'll go beyond that. In terms of a prediction, hey, well, so what about I'll Sunday? I'll say it again, one game at a time, oh. David. Remember, <laughs> that, that's that, exactly. Yeah, I'll go three-one Rangers. Three-one, and then Lech Poznan. I, I 
again, they're out, so it depends what kind of team they field. But I, I fancy as I think the French, just as we've talked about, you know, you need to, if you get your chance, you need to take it. So the French players will be chomping at the bit. So hi, I'll go two one Rangers next week. And then Dundee United. Oh, calm down. We <laughs> ah, did no. one game at a time. Well said, uh, David. <laughs> great call. Thanks very much for calling. Cheers. Good. Right, cheers, you guys. Cheers, cheers. Glad that you and your dad are enjoying it, and uh, it's great to hear that, isn't it? Father and son chatting yeah. about the football. It's the yeah. thing we love about the game. Yeah, you know, absolutely. People. It would just be yeah. great if they were at the ground, you know. And that's well, that's what that's what we all want, of I, course, is is fans back in in grounds again. But meantime, even watching from afar, David and those old man are very yeah. happy with what they're seeing. Rob, how many fans are allowed in? And Sunday, I think it's three hundred. Three hundred. Uh-huh. Listen, do you yeah. know what? That's a start. Yep, yeah. but start. but it hasn't changed, Barry. We, we had that know, three months ago. In England, there's two thousand uh, last night at the Here Emirates. Here he goes. Uh, yeah, I, I think there's going to be news coming soon. Surely the clubs are going to come out and say when will we get back into the grounds? Because you can go and watch it in a cinema, but you can't go to Pitodri, can yeah. you? No, you, you can. Uh, but it was used for, and uh, nobody was found to suffer from COVID afterwards. There have been no instances, have there? No. Rob, yeah. no, and, and, and that's Ross County and Pitodri. And yeah. it's also just a great way for, for people to let off some steam. Yeah. Um, and, that, and that is so crucial at the moment. And, and I think we see evidence of that around us, of, of people just boiling over at times and, and losing the plot. Uh, and certainly having a, a few fans in football grounds would make a difference it's also a big part of people's lives yep. as well for the mental health yeah yep. e- exactly it means so much to so many people um, not no just we're, we're mostly talking about Rangers and Celtic yep. but I'm talking no, about sure. Premier League clubs Championship League yep. 1 League 2 yep. so hopefully in the coming weeks we we can get the fans back in because we badly need them football foot, for me I, I keep saying it and I probably keep repeating myself together Football's nothing without without the the fans. That's it. Your calls and the predictions for the weekend coming after this. The Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go. Paul Cooney with Rob McLean, Barry Ferguson, and your calls. 24 hours after Celtic, they were two up against AC Milan, but they lost 4 2 in the San Siro. Rangers' unbeaten run continues, and they're through to the last 32. Rangers 3, standard Liege. Two, so good win for Rangers. For Celtic, what was Neil Lennon saying afterwards? Uh, and what was he taking from it? He said there was a lot to take from it early in the game. And now looking forward to the match. Home match, Sunday against St. Johnson. They're on a decent run themselves. You know, Cal has come in off the back of Tommy being there for so long, but he knows the club inside out, knows the players inside out. And they're always sort of stodgy opposition to play against. And they may feel we're a little bit vulnerable at the minute ourselves. So... Listen, it doesn't matter who we're playing, you know, it's important we try and end this run of draws and defeats as quickly as possible. Celtic fans, what do you think? Call us now, 0808 17 17 700. Stephen Gerrard looking forward to Rangers at Ross County. Certainly going to have tails up. They're certainly going to be full of confidence and belief and um, I'm sure they're going to be trying to do the same to us, uh, which is to take three points of us. And, um, you know, I'm sure they're going to come with um, a real aggressive manner about them. So, you know, we're looking forward to the game. It's a great test for us on the back of a European game you know we're, we're getting bodies back uh, healthy the squad's looking strong again yeah we're going to go up to Ross County with, with a good strong side and um, it's a game we're really looking forward to other matches tomorrow Hamilton against Kilmarnock Livingston against Dundee United Motherwell against Hibs and St Mirren against Aberdeen we'll get the guys predictions in a moment we're going to Canada now someone's on the line a Rangers fan Craig is on the line Craig good evening or good afternoon uh, good. <laughs> good afternoon there lads how are you Hello. I'm good where are you in Canada I'm actually in a place called Labrador, which is on the east coast. On the east coast, right. Well, good to... Yeah. What, what's the nearest big town that we would know? 
forties. Uh, <laughs> mm, <laughs> I'm, I'm very remote. It's very north. So I mean, probably right. the, the, the I mean the capital of the province is St John's, which is Newfoundland, Labrador. There. Oh so, yeah, wow. But, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm I'm, uh, I'm in a remote location. All right, Craig. Well, uh, welcome to Glasgow Zone. Glad you found us and tuned in, Craig. Uh, what's on your mind tonight? What do you want to say? Look, I'll start by saying I'm like I'm, I'm a Rangers fan, and 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 I just love the fact that uh, after eight years there, the, the the club is in a spot where uh, you know we're in a we're in a good place, and we've got a great great team. But and uh, you know, it looks like this year's going to be the the year to to you know, climb back to the top and stop ten in a row. But that's not why I called. That's not the reason why okay. I called. Yeah. Um, the reason I rang was uh, just from a, I guess you could say from a, a league pro- programming perspective. There, I just I just want to know. What you guys think of this as an idea, and whether or not this type of thing's ever been discussed at a level before, and that is, especially now with this COVID nineteen, the, the the lower league clubs are going to are struggling. They don't have the commercial uh, revenue uh, streams to be able to support the, the, themselves like the bigger clubs do, and uh, gate receipts there uh, are not coming through into their bank accounts, so they're struggling even more. Once this all kicks back in again, and we get fans back in the stadiums on a regular basis, I'm wondering whether or not the the League One and League Two clubs would, uh, and this is from a league's perspective, would consider programming the, the games at a time on a day so they don't compete against the Premier League and the Championship games. And the reason I say this is this. If, if you're living in Glasgow or living in, 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 in Scotland and such, and let's say you live in Dumbarton, you, you are, and you're a Jersey fan, now, you might not be able to afford to go to a Rangers game at Ibrox on the Saturday, but you still want to go to the football. So if Dumbarton's playing Clyde on the Sunday... You can you can go to the the local league game, the the league one game, and yeah. still be able to go to the football and still enjoy the game. And I should say, I should have said the start there as well. Part of this would require the lower league clubs to actually reduce their, and it might sound silly, but actually reduce their entrance fees into the game. Now I, I'm saying that because you know, I think you'd rather see a uh, thousand people paying. Sorry, I'd rather see three thousand people yeah. paying ten quid sure. rather than a thousand people paying fifteen quid to get in the game. Yeah. You're going to make more on your gate receipts. You're going to have a bigger crowd. You spend those people are going to spend more at the, at, you know, on food and beverages, yeah. maybe merchandise, okay. whatever it might be. Yeah. Got, got the point, uh, Rob. Yeah. We've been around uh, the game for a number of years, mm. and I've heard people saying we all want to support the lower league clubs. It's a good suggestion. Do you think it would work? Could we get people to go when Rangers aren't on or Celtic or the other Premier League games? That people would go and support the smaller teams who are going to need the money so badly. Yeah, Craig. I mean, a, a lot of thinking's gone into this. You're, you're making you're making a lot of sense. So I would say to you, don't let it happen again because that's just not going to catch on in Scottish football, that, that outward thinking. But no, I mean, it, it, yeah, it does. Uh, you know, people need incentives. People need reasons to want to, to go to these games mm-hmm. and, and scheduling them away from, from the, the so-called big games in Scottish football makes a lot of sense. Bringing the price down, make it affordable, uh, you know, compete with other forms of, of entertainment, which, which people have open to them at the weekends as well. Well, I mean, you know, people, there's, there are so many options, obviously not at the moment, but, but once things do get back to, back to business, you know, that people, people have, you know, choices to make. So, so make, make football more attractive to go to, Barry. Yeah, I'll be honest with you, listening there for the last three or four minutes, it is a great idea. Yeah. I'm, I'm obviously in the lower leagues just now, just outside League Two, I'm in a, the Lowland League just now. And I, I think, Kelsey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would be, more than happy to mm. switch the game from a Saturday to a Sunday because your local clubs obviously we're in between them, them Femlin and Wraith Rovers mm. 
um, who are two championship teams. Yep. Uh, so no, I, I mean it's it makes a lot of sense. I think too much sense <laughs> for for Scottish football. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> it would be an idea. Look, look, I'm up for anything to try and get the money's back into the the yep. lower league. Because look, f- no, I'm saying League One and League Two. But listen, there's there's championship clubs that are going to be struggling, and sure. there's also I would hazard a guess that some Premier League clubs are, are struggling oh, but yeah. it's a great idea and a, a great concept I just don't know if the, the SPFL would, would actually want to sit down and, and listen to it but and if it happened Barry um, give, us, give, us a quick, it. Well, give us a quick commercial for it because you've told us in this programme the standard is what much better than we realise yeah the standard I mean we spoke about the championship about yeah. 10 or 15 minutes ago um, and the quality of play in the championship I go to even League One games and even at my club just now I've got guys that could play three, four levels above mm-hmm. there's no doubt in my mind they just need to be given that opportunity um, so not, not I like Craig's Craig's idea I'm, I'm all for it and I, I, I would I would imagine if you went to these clubs and says would you be okay with moving to a Sunday mm-hmm. I'm sure they would they would all buy into it yep. I mean these are the conversations you would hope are happening mm-hmm. on a daily and weekly basis in Scottish football as we look ahead and we reassess we've, we've had plenty of time to reassess yep. and, and you and you do hope that, that these are considerations that, that are being made uh, and, and maybe behind closed doors maybe they are, are. but, but, yep. but com- the communication in Scottish football mm-hmm. is such yeah. that, that we don't hear much we don't, we don't really hear too much just Every so often, there's a there's a think tank set up, or there there are crisis talks, or yep. or whatever. But it, it, it goes be, in a drawer there. Isn't it? <laughs> see, and you never terms, see it again. In, yeah. in terms of the championship down, yep. they do rely on people come through the gates. Yeah, very much. Yep. It's not it, like commercial or anything, mm. but the Premier League clubs will get money from Sky or whatever. Yeah, um, but, but even but even you know even out with the old firm and including the old firm, you know, the the, the game in Scotland is completely different yep. to to the one in England, where a massive percentage of the top clubs make a big chunk of their money through through TV, TV. revenues mm-hmm. in in Scotland uh, all clubs to a greater or lesser extent hinge on getting people people through the gates so so what Craig's talking about is 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 crucial not not just in the lower leagues but but actually a little bit higher as well yep I agree all the leagues as I, I says financially a lot of people will be struggling but the the lower leagues obviously well, because they do rely on people coming through the gates, mm. Rob. We, yep. It's no big on hospitality or Love whatever. It. It's yep. but it's a great idea, Good Craig. Idea. I'm all for it. Craig, thumbs up from us. Just before you go, I hope we're paying for this call. Uh, what do you reckon for Rangers no. this season? <laughs> oh, right, okay, we'll make it brief. Um, no, don't mind, mate. Uh, yeah. So, look, how confident honestly, are you? Uh, yeah. Honestly, look, I, I, look, my parents are both from Glasgow. Mm. I, I'm an Aussie. I live yeah. in Canada, and. Uh, you know, people hear my accent and think, "Oh, you're not, you're not credible. You can't sort." My parents are my hardcore blue nose people, right? And so is my whole family. And I tell you, I've gone through the whole thing. I supported Rangers in 2012. I'd sit there in Australia and watch in the middle of the night when we we're in League Three, League Two, and all the rest of it. And and honestly, I won't get on the big rant of uh, you know our time has now come. But uh, with the squad that Steve Gerrard's built. And the fact that there's depth. I mean, you, we know up front when you have Morellis, Itten, uh, Defoe, uh, Roof, and then you look at our midfield. And you've got players that are sitting on the bench there that can't get, that are internationals that aren't getting a game, not because they're not good enough, but because Gerard's uh, rotating the squad through. I honestly can't see where we are not capable of beating any other team. I, 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 this is the first time in many, many years, many years, back maybe 95, 96, when Gaza, Laudrup and and, mm-hmm. and, Gask, uh, and, and Koisty and all these boys were in the team, 
I, I can't see uh, where we're deficient in any capacity right now. Um, I know Selwyn's got a good squad. I know they're going through tough times at the moment and they most likely will bounce back because you know they do have quality players. Yep. But I look at our squad and I can't see where we are deficient. And last night, you know, I've got to be honest, real, real quick, and um, I'm, I'm sitting there watching the, the Stanley Liege game and Rangers game on, on my laptop and I text one of my mates who's an Aberdeen supporter, um, and I said to him, mate, what's going on? Rangers are losing. And uh, he, he comes back with a, a silly comment saying uh, normal uh, functioning resumes or something like that, mm-hmm. normal services resumes. And I watched it, and I watched that first half, and I thought, geez, we're not playing well at all. But mm-hmm. then, you know, I think it's the quality of the players, the quality of the of the, 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 the formation, the, the framework that Gerard's put in place with the, with the team. They stick to their plan. They follow the process. And eventually and it comes good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Craig, don't go. Stuart, a Celtic fan, is on. Stuart, good evening. Good evening. How are you doing? Hi, Stuart. Is there, could you argue with anything that Craig is saying? He feels it's now time. It's Rangers' time. Or will Celtic have... Um, a reply in the form of wins and uh, sorting out the defence? Um, I think given the evidence this season it, is, it doesn't look to be as if there's going to be a response from Celtic um, I think that Celtic are to mount a serious challenge this season and a lot of things have to change I think the management including that um, a better transfer policy as well, I think. I think there's been too many poor signings from Celtic's point of view. Are you pretty despondent about it, Stuart? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I it's think 10 in a row the holy grail for a lot of Celtic fans and, you know, the continuous poor results and performances from Celtic show that the coaching staff and now don't have the solutions, I think. So you're firmly putting it at uh, Neil Lennon and the coaching staff um, rather than the players? Well, I think if it's given over the late period of the season so far, I mean, it's not just been one or two games, it's been from the very start of the season, there's not been a solid 90 minutes performance from Celtic. Yep. So yeah, therefore I think it points at a manager and the coaching staff. Right, I'm going to ask what Barry thinks of that. Craig, thanks for that call from Canada. Thank you very much. We Thank thought you, we thought All it might best. be Craig Moore at first when we heard the uh, no, Aussie I, accent, but no, you knew it wasn't. Yeah, no. So contrasted, you can hear it with Craig is so up and Stuart is, you know, naturally he's worried yeah, about what's happening. In terms of the transfer policy, I, I think of you going back to the start of the season when you you write down the, the players that Celtic signed, Duffy. Yep. I think any Celtic fan would have took him. Turnbull, for me, one of the brightest prospects in Scotland for the last 10 or so years. Yep. Um, Ayeti, proven international player down the Premier League. I know he didn't play a lot of football for West Ham last season, um, but at £5 million, um, you'd think he'd be a, a, a good signing. So I've not I, seen the £5 million's worth. Though. No, you, no, you've not. And Obviously, Duffy's come up and he's not hit the ground running, but... Yep. I, I says on Wednesday night when Dan Ledee was here uh, you don't become a bad player overnight no. I just think he's going through a tough time at this moment in time I, I do think he will in time become a, a good Celtic player and, and Turnbull we've just not seen him because we've, we've not seen um, he's not been given a, a chance for various reasons that, that's down to the manager so look if you says to me at the start of the season this is who Celtic were signing I'd be like oh, that, that's, that's not bad I, I, would, I would have been happy with that Addington already Strong, strong squad, a, a strong time. squad yeah, that's yeah. dominated over the last three yeah. three seasons, won X amount of trophies. Mm-hmm. 
Stuart, what do you feel? Do you not think it, for the next few games you might as well get in, get behind them and see what happens? Because if, if it doesn't, if they lose any more points, then they will have to be changed, won't they? Aye, absolutely. I mean, yeah. I think every Celtic fan will still be supporting the team. Um, but I think it is time for change now. You saw it in flashes yeah. last night, didn't you? It was like Leo, wasn't it, at the beginning, the first 15 to 20 minutes. They could have been three or four up and probably should have been, but it didn't happen. What's he going to do about the defence? And what do you think about the goalkeeper, Barkas? It takes time to settle, certainly is in his case. It's just not happening so far. Yeah, I think he looks awful small on the goal, mm. given that he's six foot five. Um, <laughs> not really convinced that he's better than being so far, but. Mm. I'm hoping that I'm proved wrong and it's five million spent well. Did, did last night change anything for you, Stuart? Because, you know, I guess not many people expected Celtic to win last night. They they were two up, they lost four two. It's no disgrace to lose to a team of Milan's quality. They're they're five points clear at the top of Serie A. I mean did did, did last night change anything for you about how you feel about this current Celtic team? Um not particularly. I think you know what Celtic is capable of going forward. Um, I think you see the fragility of Celtic in that game last night. You know, so many poor goals conceded, and that's been the case over the course of the season. So I wouldn't really say that it changed anything. Stuart, what's your scoreline for Sunday? Um, oh, that's a difficult question. Um, yeah. Celtic and Johnson, what do, you, what do you reckon? A win? Any win. That's what ba- Barry said at the beginning. Yeah, so, uh, do you think Celtic will win? Stuart needs cheered up. I, I, would, like, I would like to think so. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Stuart. Yeah, it's not about the performance. I'll be no. honest with you. It's about getting the three points. Win ugly. Uh, yeah, yep. listen, you, uh, I'm sure Neil Lennon and the players and, and all the Celtic supporters would take a, a horrible 1-0 because you just need to get back on, on winning ways again. Um, so yeah, they'd kill for a clean sheet at the moment, wouldn't they? They yeah. would indeed. Okay, Definitely. Stuart, thanks very much for your call, Craig. Before that, and Stuart, uh, to help cheer you up, Stevie Lennon at uh, seven straight after the program is going to kick off with some Barry White oh. and some Candy Staten. So that's coming up in Go Radio. The Go Radio Football Show. Let's Thanks to everyone involved in the show tonight. Ali and James producing, Chris on the travel and Joe on the news. You enjoy the Go Radio News, Barry, don't you? Keeps you up to date every hour. Oh, great voice, Joe. Joe McGuire. Yeah, I just tune in uh, just to listen to Joe uh, read the news. Brilliant. Well, his mum and dad are listening all the time. Uh, John and Kate Maguire, they're tuned into the programme. Thanks to Campbell Gray, who's been on tonight as well. So many people making the switch between five and seven every night for the Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited. Calling on 08 08 17 17 700 and on the socials at Go Football Show. So we're looking forward to what's coming up this weekend. And of course, because of the punishment <laughs> meted out to Kilmarnock and St Mirren, then uh, this is how the table looks. Rangers on 41 points. Points, not affected, of course, by it. Celtic on 30 points uh, with uh, two games in hand. Aberdeen on 27, Hibs on 26. Motherwell are now up to fifth with 21 points because of the 3-0 victories handed to them. Dundee United on 20, Kilmarnock now in 17. You heard Chris Burke last night saying that uh, they've gone from plus to minus one in goal difference St Johnson in 16 Ross County in 13 Livingston in 12 and then St Mirren and Hamilton on 11 points Barry 
Yeah, I was yeah. sorry, I was just laughing. Joe just gave me the thumbs up. Oh, I see, yeah. <laughs> I think I think yeah. it was a thumbs up because you're doing his shift next week. You're doing yeah. a shift of the oh, news reading. Oh, Looking could, forward to that. I would struggle. Yeah. I would struggle. Joe's too good. He's the voice. Yeah, Rob. his voice is dynamite. Oh indeed, he's, he's brilliant. Robert Kilmarnock in the news because they're taking legal advice over yeah. what's happened here. St. Mirren not happy as well. Clearly they didn't get it all right. There have been things that have yeah. gone wrong, but uh they're considering the position apparently. Who would like to be in charge these days? Yeah. It must be so difficult yeah. Um, well, yeah I mean you're you're going to upset somebody whatever you do yeah. it could get a bit messy but uh, I mean it's interesting isn't it because uh, the goal difference takes a bit of a boost for the likes of Motherwell when you get uh, two three nils added to your total and, and, and they're up to fifth place in the Premiership and it, it's the points on the board it's Hamilton as well who suddenly are not adrift at the bottom anymore yeah. um, and for these two teams who've got that, that extra uh, points put on on board. It gives them a big boost going into this weekend as well into into their next games. Hamilton at home to Kilmarnock. Motherwell uh, have Hibs at Fir Park, and and suddenly the the whole complexion changes. Yep. In terms of the Motherwell Hibs game, Motherwell yep. won. They go, they go a point behind Hibs. Yeah. So I mean, what, what so, incentive that is? So that's a great incentive. Let's start on that one then for you, Barry. What do you reckon then at Fir Park tomorrow? Tomorrow, <laughs> it's a great game, isn't it? Motherwell Hibs. What do you think is going to happen? Yeah, a bonus poll. Two two teams that I do enjoy yep. watching. Yep. Um, I think they've got a lot of quality. Um, let's see it go and call a draw, but I'll stick with it. I think Motherwell will win. Do you? Yeah, yep. okay. I think it'll I've... be very close, but I think Motherwell will win it by a goal. I thought you were going to say a draw because I think it might be. You think Motherwell by a goal? Do you think Rob? a draw, Paul? Yeah, I do. So do yeah. I. Yeah, yep. I'm going for a draw on that a one. Draw. Score draw. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, St. Mirren against Aberdeen. What do you reckon? So I see Lewis. Uh, I was reading today in the papers, desperate to get back, fed up with the PlayStation or whatever. I didn't read that bit, but I <laughs> imagined that. He just wants to play again. Yep, you yep. took the words out of my mouth. Lewis is back. I think there's Ross McCrory's back and as well. Connor McLennan. Yep, three big players for Aberdeen. Yeah. Uh, and they've, they've really missed them um, over the last um, 10 or so days. So. I think when they coming back into the Aberdeen team, it certainly makes them stronger. And again, it'll be a close one, but I think Aberdeen will, will take the three points. Rob? Yeah, I think so uh, as well. Um, I mean, St Mirren deserved their win uh, in the League Cup last weekend, no doubt about it. I mean, they, they could have won even more emphatically than they did. Um, Aberdeen were were poor, but they, but they miss, they're missing key players. And I think the return of, of those three players Ferguson and McCrory in particular, uh, they're still missing Scott Wright, of course. But I think uh, Aberdeen will bounce back and I think they will get all three points in Paisley okay. tomorrow. Ali, you'll be hosting <laughs> it. I'm, I'm, I'm conscious of a dirty look from <laughs> no. my left. I'd never give you a dirty look, Rob. Don't so you worry who's on that. with you tomorrow in St Mirren TV? Got Vanzi and uh, so um, David, David Van Zanten yeah. and Lee Mayer, who were both 2013 uh, Cup League winners. Right, good. So, of course, yeah, they're of course. back together, which would be nice. And no Rob, sign of Maka tomorrow, no? Frank no, Maka not Vanny. tomorrow. No, yeah. after he <laughs> couldn't find a pie or a cup anywhere, he decided yeah. he's going to beat Maka. So, what do you think is going to happen? Because the team have had a good couple of weeks, obviously, the disappointment about the score lines there, yep. meted out. What do you reckon, though, Ali, tomorrow? Do you know what? I think with everything going on with the COVID, with um, the suspensions, with everything that's been mentioned, the financials getting looked yep. into at the moment, I think, do you know what? They're up for it. They're ready and raiding and they, they just want to prove themselves that they're at the bottom of the table just now. I, I think they're going to come out fighting and I wish them all the best. I hope to see a good game. I think Rob okay. it might not yep. be a straight win for Aberdeen. I think I think it might be a draw. OK, you go for the draw. Jim Goodwin always really well organised, isn't he? Barry he's a, he's, a, he's a really good coach yeah, they're, yeah. they're tough to score against um, he's made some good signings Barry as well yeah, the, there, were, there were players I haven't seen St Mirren for a while
a while until I saw them last weekend, um, and and they've added some they've added some good quite a few Irish players that Jim Jim has brought in. Of course, that's that's his yeah. homeland. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're 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 a better better squad than than they were. I think a hundred percent. One thing about them, they're no conceding many goals, Rob. Um, that's one thing. Scoring goals has always been the issue for St Mirren over the last few seasons. Um, but look, I'll still go back to it. I think Aberdeen getting their three players back be too strong. They'll they'll get the three points. Right. Well, quick fire for the next two. We've got another call coming. Livingston against Dundee United. So Livingston. Livingston. Yeah. Problems at Dundee United with COVID, but we don't know who is affected. You fancy Livy? They had a good result last weekend. Rob, who are you going for? Livingston or Dundee United? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think I, I'm. I'm not convinced that Dundee United will be significantly affected. I think it might well be fringe players or young players involved in the main. I don't think, but I I I, th- I think Livingston uh, will win that one. Yeah, I'm going for a home win. And Ham- I think it's so too. So we all think uh, Livingston to win. Hamilton against Kilmarnock, Rob? Hamilton against Kilmarnock. Hamilton have got that boost, of course. Uh, we're talking about Motherwell in those terms. Hamilton have just closed in on St Mirren at the bottom of the table. So they're going to get a lift from that. Kilmarnock, um, I've got two, I've got a lot of quality about them. I think that could be a draw, 1-1. One, one. I think a draw. Yep. I hate going against Hamilton, my local team, but... Kilmarnock will win it. It's Killy, isn't it? Yes. You're going for Kilmarnock. But this could be a turning point for the Ackies to get these points that they weren't expecting. Yeah, they, they got a good um, point, was it last midweek, uh, against yep. Aberdeen. Um, yep. So th- at least that's a start. Um, but it's going to be a long, hard season for, Kilmar- uh, for sorry, Hamilton. Mm-hmm. But look, I hope they survive. Right, we'll get the uh, Sunday matches in a moment. JC is on the line uh, with a question. JC, good evening. Evening, Barry, Paul, Rob, how are you doing? Hi, yeah. doing? Yeah, Hi JC. Really good. The weekend's here. So, JC, you got a photo with Barry, apparently, yeah? I uh, probably probably not remember it. It was um, uh, going back many Be years. Careful now, Be careful here. Be careful. I've had it. It's a prized possession of mine, Barry, so I've still, I've still got it safe somewhere in the house. I'm sure it's back at my mum my, uh, my and dad's. Was, was it his good side? You know, we got our pictures taken there. He said, oh, I want, he and Cy were, Ant and Deck wanted to be on either side. JC, we've only got about two minutes left, so uh, the floor is yours. Uh, I wanted to make a couple of points. First one was, um, I'll try and cram as much in there two minutes as possible. Okay. After witnessing Rangers last night, um, without getting a wee bit too carried away, and people might laugh at this point, but I, I genuinely feel that Rangers could go quite a fair distance in Europe um, mm. after their performance last night and how they've been, been playing. Whether we can Whether we can get to the final like Barry's team did in, in 2008, I don't know, but yeah. the only teams that I'm looking at that I would fear um, in the next round would be Bayern Leverkusen after the way that they um, obviously played us home and away uh, sure. in the last uh, time round. Yep. Um, and then obviously you've got your Champions League dropouts as well and, and even looking at that yep. um, going off the groups just now depending on how they finish up obviously next week the, the only teams that I'm looking at there that I would you know, not fancy Rangers against would be Real Madrid and Ajax so there, there's only really three teams that I feel that if Rangers well we obviously have progressed last night in the next okay. round that Rangers would, would struggle against right, hold that for a moment well, uh, Barry what do you reckon Kemar yeah. Roof was asked that this morning and he didn't say they might not he didn't say they're going to go all the way but yeah. I don't think they'd be fearful of anybody even if they, they, they do get drawn against the big guns mm. I still think they've got a, every opportunity the way that they're playing and um, the kind of confidence that they've shown um, I, I Look, I don't think that when you start to go deep into the European campaigns, you know you're at times you might come up against a, 
a top team yeah. so I don't think Rangers will, will, will worry too much about that that look you've got to go in and be respectful who you, you get drawn against but listen you, you also go in with the mindset as you can win any game what's your other point JC the other point was actually just before I came on uh, the call with yourselves I watched an interview with Dave King I don't know if you guys have seen it or heard his comments um, he's saying that he values the current Rangers squad in excess of 200 million for the full squad um, I wanted to put that again towards the mm, panel to find out point. if yeah. you think he's well off or as he's you know in, in the roundabout figure as to where you think the All squad right. would be valued at JC putting it to Rob first yeah. Yeah. yeah it might not be a crazy figure to be honest I mean Stephen Gerrard was speaking about that recently wasn't he about the, the, the value of the squad which has gone up dramatically in, uh, as Rangers performances have done um, this season I, I guess that that is a point I mean just I thought on, on Leverkusen I think Rangers would quite like to get Leverkusen again to be honest because I, I just think it would be a completely different game one year on Rob you know what we'll do we'll take that call JC till Monday okay we'll come that's a great point what's the value of the Rangers squad JC what's your prediction for Sunday just give us a score line uh, five or six five or six Five or six, says JC. Can we call you Monday about the uh, Dave King valuation? Definitely, okay? yeah. I'll catch up with you Monday. That's great. Thanks, JC. We'll see Cheers. you on Monday. Uh, Rob, Ross County Rangers. Um, I don't think it's going to be five or six. I, I would go for 2 0 Rangers. Barry? Yeah, I agree with Rob. I, I think it will not be as um, easy as people think, but Rangers will get the three points. Celtics and Johnson. Rob? <sighs> I'm going 2 0 Celtic. 2 0 Celtic? Celtic will get the three points. Okay. Thanks very much to Barry. Thanks to Rob. Thanks to everyone who called in tonight. Can you believe that's the two hours have come and gone? It's going to be some weekend, isn't it? I wonder what we'll be talking about on Monday. Rangers' unbeaten run continued last night through in Europe. Celtic 2 up in the San Siro, but it did finish 4-2. What's going to happen on Sunday? We will see you Monday at 5. Thanks a lot. Good night. The Bull Radio Football Show. Feel the heat of the game, the crunching tackles, the near misses and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last-minute heartache and the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on boiler servicing and maintenance, visit opc-ltd.uk. 